Hi, Hunters. Thank you for tuning into the Flushem and Dustin podcast brought to you by Nick and Tyler, the boys from Ringnecks and Retrievers. In this podcast, we will talk about guns, dogs, gear, and our successes and failures in the field through our combined 40 years of experience. We speak with hunters just like you from across the nation about their days in the field and the many memories they built with their friends and family. We are excited to have you listen. Now let's get to Flushing and Dustin. start now hey guys uh nick here got tyler on the end with ring necks and retrievers with the flushman dustin podcast today today we are going to talk about off-season training and exercise and what we tend to do with our dogs i'm going to start off with tyler here tyler uh you post a lot of videos on instagram and facebook with all your training yeah Uh, wish i trained my dog a little bit more like you do but what's your keys and you know what's your thought in the off-season and all your training and how you're doing it yeah, you know, in the off season, it gets, you know, it gets kind of stale yep. um, because it gets hot out. Uh, you can't run your dogs that long. And, you know, you're training. If you think about it, if you're getting bored, your dog's getting bored. So I try to think of, like, how can I keep this fun? Uh, yep. You know, I, I bought the, the Zinger Winger from Zinger Sport Gear uh, this year. And that's kind of more geared towards duck hunting. However, it's very good for, uh, you know, working on, uh, marking a bird that's falling and then, you know, obviously retrieving, yep. uh, it helps build a little distance, you know? So, so the main thing I try to do is keep my sessions short. I'm yep. talking 20 to 30 minutes max. And that's for both my dogs together, 20 to 30 minutes um, especially with the heat, you know, you get in, into the Iowa summers, uh, even, you know, if you're in Nebraska or whatever down there, I'm sure it's hot, you know, it gets hotter than it is up here, but, you know, with retrievers, most of them are, have heavier coats on them. Obviously they're shed a bunch, um, but they maintain their heat. They're, you know, they do better in the colder temperatures. So, the 20 to 30 minute sessions I make fun. I'll, uh, I always start off with the zinger winger. I usually do two retrieves on that. So it's two long ones, which kind of gets the piss and vinegar out of the dogs, you know, oh, yeah. kind of settle down a little bit. And then I do some, uh, random kind of obedience type work, but yet fun work. So, uh, we've been doing a lot of hand signals lately. I know uh, Nick and Diesel, you guys can do the, the whole baseball field, you know, where you yeah. sit him on the pitcher's mound and go around. So yep. I'm kind of trying to work my way up to that with the dogs. And so that's what I mean by having fun is you're kind of like teaching your dog a new skill or you're bringing back an old skill that they enjoy. And yeah, yeah. you're putting it in like the last 10 minutes of work. So like the first 10 minutes of the training session is basically the same day. They yep. launch a bird, they go retrieve it, bring it back, make sure they have two good retrieves. And then after the two good retrieves, we get into a little more discipline. And then, you know, I let them, let them run around, play, have some fun, get their zoomies, you know, that they always get have. Zoomies. Yeah. You know, it, and it's, it's awesome when I do the, the bird launch you know i said it about 100 150 yards out just depending on where we're at and in between each 
uh, bird that we launched, they get to just run around, you know, no, there's no obedience there. They just get to play with each other. They get to yep. chase each other, you know, so it's, so they're getting exercise in the whole time. Um, and so that's kind of what, what I've been doing this summer with them. Uh, and, you know, I got a pond right up and Nick, you were out here last time. It's, yep. it's pretty nice from got a, right. got a great spot for training. Yeah. Great where I live is literally only five minutes. Not even if you're walking, it's like five minutes, but you know, to a pond and a big grass area. Um, so, you know, guys, this question uh, we got from uh, one of our listeners, you know, and they were wondering whether you should train your dog during the summer or do you take off and let them rest? And I think with our dogs being at different points, so yeah. Tyler's dogs are a little bit younger. Um, obviously, I've sent mine to a trainer, and he Diesel's been through the whole training thing. So Diesel's yep. pretty short up on his obedience and things of that nature. So I don't train near as much as Tyler does in the summer. Diesel's six years old. Yeah. Um, he gets hot quick. Um, and I made this mistake years ago. I had a black lab, and I actually overheated him too much, and then he didn't really want to hunt anymore because he couldn't handle the heat if he got too hot and he would just shut down. So what I'm doing is if it's cool out, I will go throw some dummies for him here and there. But yeah. most of the time, it's just all fun stuff. Real quick, five, ten-minute sessions, if that. Yeah. But my wife and I will take a walk three to four times a week, and we go about a mile and a half. Yeah. Uh, and during the summer, uh, I know this is a kind of jump ahead to our segment i always cut his food back to two cup and a half so a cup and a half once in the morning a cup and a half in the evening so that's pretty light for him and it keeps him right about the 85 pound mark this is a pretty big lab um, yeah. and that's skinny for him yeah uh so um, i will do some training and some obedient stuff but not near as like tyler's dog are one and two years old yeah um gonna be three and four so it's a little bit different i feel like and Tyler's been yeah, doing great and, work. And um, you brought up a great point with diesel, Nick, is, and for the listeners, you know, like Nick said, my dogs are young, so they need to continually revisit yep. um, different parts of the obedience. They need to continually get it drilled in. And diesel, he's, you said six, right? He's going to be six August 4th, um, yeah. And he had, when he, up till what, three? Is that how long you had him at a trainer? How, yeah, how long we did went, you get there? We went um, three months at a time, four or five different times. Yeah. So we'd go back to the trainer and we'd revisit stuff. And while he was at the trainer, I was at the trainer as well. So yep. it wasn't just diesel getting trained, it was me getting trained. Yeah. So the things that he learned, I learned. So it was, it was a really good thing for me going into my next dog, which will be in a few years here. Um, but he's pretty sound. Not that you don't need to revisit it. I, I do revisit it, especially when it gets into that September area. Yeah. Uh, but right now it's honestly with him being black and stuff. And uh, I have a daughter, so morning training sessions don't really go unless I'm getting up at 4 a.m. Yeah. Because she gets up at 5, 5.30. So. And that's um, really kind of the best time to – get out there it's the coolest you know the yeah. grass is still wet so there's a little coolness on their feet which is yep. helps them keep them a little cooler um you know and water work for a retriever is probably the best oh for sure time of year i mean it's it's so hard i mean we go out there and if it hits if it's 80 degrees they're i get about two retrieves them and they don't even really want to do anything else after that because it's just it's yeah, just working so hard you know and 
you know, and the other thing that I'll kind of, sorry to interrupt you, but bring up is I also like the walking on concrete with my dog because mm-hmm. that that gives him those calluses on his paws so when we come yeah. to hunting season we're starting to ramp up training uh usually in the fall we'll go over this later but i I start very slow and we start ramping up and get more and more aggressive towards uh the season but he rarely has any cuts or anything on his paws or any any problems there just because they're so callous from yeah uh, doing a mile and a half on concrete yeah and it really helps keep his nails short too which it does like, that too yes you don't have it to does worry that too. about long nails getting you know cutting them scratching your linoleum whatever you guys have you know and i would say that mile and a half for him he is wore out when he gets home he lays down and he is out but you know so don't don't think that just because i'm not doing the 100 yard retrieves and things of that nature that it's not still no getting him in shape he's he's at that age where you know that is plenty to keep him in shape you know you don't have to drive home stuff in the summer he's already there and then like you said you you ramp that up come september when it's finally cooling off either in the evenings or if you can get in it in the mornings yeah so i you know just to give a snapshot of what i do once september comes uh the uh preserves open up and Mm -hmm. rachel worth who we had on a recent podcast uh, i have a pretty good relationship with them so i'll get a hold of them buy birds and i'll go up there in the morning uh 6 30 a.m and release birds when there's dew on the grass yet and run diesel, you know, so that's kind of how I'll start them out. Yeah. And you, I mean, there's a lot of times you contact me in the September time and uh, you have the, is it the DT launcher? The handheld one, right? And you'd be like, Hey, I did, you know, I did like 20 retrieves with diesel a day, you know? So I start them out real slow. We'll do some fun retrieves, real short stuff, 20, 30 yards. And that'll be for the first couple of weeks. Just yeah. to really get his body home back in. I'm not sending yeah. him out real far to hurt himself. And then from there, we just extend and add on and add on more drills. Yeah. And we'll do that every couple of weeks. And then, you know, opening weekend, two months of training and going hard at it. Uh, yeah. Well, he's a runner by then. And that brings up a good point is you don't want to – think about the, the dog body like the human body, you know. When yeah. you – let's say you've sat on the couch for the past two months because of COVID. and haven't been able to hit the gym well then let's say you go into the gym that first day and you're like you know what i'm gonna lift the weight that i was lifting before the two months i'm gonna try it <laughs> yeah and then tried it. <laughs> the next three days well, or week depending on how you know your age um and your recovery you're sore things hurt you know so yep. you got to think of the dog if if you know during the summer months it's been slower it's been just walks you know things like that to keep them in shape you got to slowly ramp them up to tear anything or anything like that yeah that's why the short dummy tosses and quick sessions you know for him being at his age he knows what he's got to do yeah it's just getting him back into that training condition really where your Mm -hmm. dogs you know you're going to come into training season and you might even amp up coming into september yeah um so that time your dogs are going to be in ridiculous shape by then. Yeah. And I, I mean, I used to do that with diesel too. I just feel like his age right now, it's, it's not warranted for him to put all yeah. that pressure on his body through the summertime. Yeah. And you, you know, you brought up a, a point earlier about the food intake and the weight, you know, and um, kind of with the joints and whatnot of the dog, you know, if they're, if they're carrying around, you know, if you let your dog add on 10 or 15 pounds, 
over the summer, which can easily happen if, you know, you're not doing some sort of exercise or you don't cut back on the food or you don't do a combination of both. Yep. The dog can easily become overweight. And then to try to get them to the weight that you want before season starts, you know, it's just, it's a lot more work. It is. And that's kind of what we're trying to get here is like, hey, we don't want you guys to come into two weeks before season and be like, oh my God, I haven't even, I haven't ran yeah, them, yeah. I haven't taken them out to any yeah, so grass. The weight Diesel's at now, he might, he'll lose a couple more pounds uh, for season, but he's at fighting weight right now. Yeah, like he's he at, looked he's, lean. Like he yeah. looked good. You know, yeah, he's he's at fighting weight, so we don't have to do anything but just get the lungs back, yeah, get the muscles toned up, and get him ready to go. So yeah, that, that aerobic capacity is kind of you know for those longer days in the field. Yep. You know, especially if you're going. You know, Nick and I are taking our uh, hunting trip this year, and we're we're going. Uh, what are we hunting four days in a row or something like that? Yep. You know, so uh, having that aerobic capacity, having uh, the dog's nutrition dialed in for those, um, having them at the weight that you want is is key coming into season to be able to run that dog for four days to lower the risk of injury. We're never going to say you're going to 100% prevent it because yep. there's always that risk, but having the dog at proper weight, proper conditioning, uh, you, you know, nutrition, I think, what do you use? You use an extra supplement, don't you? Um, so, you know, I have to look up, uh, it, it's like Dasaquin, something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to exactly pronounce it, but I mean, I can, I can post a picture of it online guys. What yeah. It is. Yeah. You should do that. Seem, seems to work pretty well. Um, I, I can tell the difference in diesel. It's kind of spendy. Um, uh, but definitely, definitely, I think it's definitely worth it. Yeah, you know, and that it's good because especially you know he's getting older, um, so to keep those joints more limber and the other thing that I have done in the past, which I think I'm going to start doing this year, is uh, they make liquid fish oil that actually is for humans, and I'll give him like a half a dose of that. Uh, that's what I used to do, and this year I'm going to start doing that because I think that actually fish oil has so many studies on it for humans that I think of that as actually a better, it's actually a yeah. better way to help him versus yep. uh, actually like the chondroitins and things of that nature. Yeah. Chondroitins are so confusing because you got to have certain Dalton sizes for the, to, for the body to absorb. So if the dog's not absorbing it and the research just isn't there. So fish yeah. oil is kind of where um, I'm leaning towards uh, this year. Right now I don't have them on anything because we're not working super hard. Yeah. What, uh, you brought it up earlier, uh, about pheasant farms. Um, you said yeah. you can start in uh September yep. time frame. Do you have like a set number of times that you'd like to get out? Yes. To so, you know, I try to go two to three times before the season opens. Um, okay. and how many, how many birds is that per time that you guys set so out? So usually I get, uh, at Jeff's place, I believe that's five so i'll do a mixed bag of some quail and some pheasant that's usually five total i think it's two pheasant three quail it is uh you can do three pheasant as well or five i think just five or six quail at a time okay so i try to do a mixed bag yeah um, and actually i tell him that i want the birds in a condensed area i don't need diesel full-blown hunting yet we're just yeah. starting off doing short sessions the birds are pretty close um you know we're maybe going uh, I would say maybe a hundred yards is what I have him doing working. And yep. I have, I have Jeff make sure he plants the birds kind of in a, 
in different spaces. So it's not just like a straight line. So this yeah. is really got to work. And then, you know, and then the next time I'll say, all right, let's extend a little bit more. And then like the, yeah. the before season, I say game on. So the third time it's really game on. Let's yeah. go. Let's and do you have, do you have, this, do they give you like a time limit or, or do you yeah. kind of yourself at like, Hey, I, I don't want to go over this today. It's my first time out, you know? So I haven't really done that. Um, uh, I feel like I can control diesel enough to slow him down. Yeah. Uh, if I feel like he's, he's getting out there too hard, being too wild or pushing himself too hard. Uh, but no, he gives you three hours to go, and usually within, you know, the first hunt, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done before an hour. I think uh, last year my first hunt I was done in thirty minutes. Yeah. So he was diesel was just hunting for thirty minutes, and that was plenty because it was still pretty warm out. Yeah. Um, and we go from you know we go from having hunted to getting in the field, and that's really kind of a warm up hunt, getting him back yeah. in the field. And sometimes you know, I I actually feel like that hunt is is better than throwing dummies because he's not sprinting yeah he's not sprinting through the weeds yep he's he's working the field he's yeah. jogging i agree so it's it's not so much pressure and force on his joints it's more just hey i'm gonna get through the field oh mm-hmm. bird again and obviously he's running harder than just like meandering but it's yep. not a full full sprint where he's just working and working uh and i think that's a good way to start off in the season yeah. Yeah. And, you know, for people that have uh, birds, you know, some people raise their own birds, you know, if you have, have those, you know, September is a very good time to start getting their dogs out in the field. I think, and I tried, I think it was last year I tried once in August and it was just, you wouldn't believe how hot it is inside of the grass. Oh yeah. You know, it's, you reach your hand down in there and it's, it, I mean, it's definitely warmer than what the air temp is, especially if there's any moisture, that moisture gets hot and the dog, I mean, imagine the dogs at that level, they're not up here where they're getting some wind in their face or anything, you know, they're down in the weeds. Yep. Um, so definitely if you're going to, with retrievers, you know, I, I guess, it, you know, if people are listening to this and you have like short hairs or something, I think they can, get away with doing more of that training in the summer just yeah you know i've never owned one i've known know a couple guys that have them and i yeah. think they can train pretty aggressive uh throughout the summer um yep. just because they're short coats and and they're balls of energy you know those yeah. are like they yeah. can go um you know backing up you know i just want to mention you know we're talking about their weight and food intake uh mm-hmm. i feed and i'm pretty sure tyler's on the same food uh i feed ukanuba Yep. Uh, specific breed it's called labrador retriever um and that has all your glucosamine conjoint in it um diesel loves it uh, but what retriever doesn't like to eat yeah um, so i think that that's a really good food and it's yeah. treated me well and treated him very well it's kept him lean he hasn't really put on much weight over the years yeah. and i started using that uh after last season yep. i switched to the specific i was using the 3020 performance blend and um it was a little murph my more wild one did decent with it but lola kind of put on too much weight uh, with it it was a little too heavy for um and it's hard to so i i like had to cut way down on her food and then i didn't feel like i was feeding her at all um and then i also liked the yukonuba after seeing diesel and how nice his coat is he's like he's that shiny soft. black soft coat that it's just a really nice coat uh, and my dogs 
being goldens, their hair gets, you know, it's good to keep their oh, yeah. coat, you know, up to par. And then this food has definitely helped. So, um, yeah, we've been really ha- happy with the Yukonuba. And that, that breed specific, it says Labrador on it as the main dog. Yeah. But if you look in, like, the bottom corner, it's for Chesapeake Bays, um, Goldens, basically any retriever that's out there. It's good. Yeah. You know, it's really – I think the food is really targeted at uh, weight control. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of performance and also, like, hip dysplasia. Yes. So yep. th- those would be the three things that I feel like it targets the most, and it's a good balance um, – it's good balance for your dog. Good. It's very nutritious from what I can see. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, so, you know, guys, if you got, if you got questions on what you should be doing during the summer to help keep your dog in shape, uh, we hope this, we hope this podcast really helps. Yep. Um, I don't know if Nick, you got more to touch on. Um, um, I mean, I think you could keep on going, uh, you know, like you when Diesel was younger, I was training him, you know, one, two, sometimes three times a day. Um, yeah. he was one, two and three. Um, and over the years, obviously since I have a daughter and, uh, another kid on the way, uh, that's kind of slowed down, but I'm in that stage with Diesel where I'm happy that, uh, he knows what he's going to do. So I think you just got to be smart about it. Yeah. If you need drills, uh, we posted some on Instagram, uh, that you can do. If you want more, uh, we can definitely give you some more to do. Uh, just you gotta let us know. Yeah. So, like guys, if you got questions about uh, keeping your dog in shape, getting them prepped up for season uh, and some off-season obedience and whatnot, uh, send us an email, retrievers at gmail. You can reach out to us on Instagram at retrievers. And we got one other exciting piece of news that we'd like to share right now. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, yeah. That's- Hats are in. Hats are in. So, we have them hot off the press. Just got them today. Looking good. Uh, we'll be posting those. Um, be selling them for, what, 35 bucks? I think is what we said. Yeah, so um, if we have to ship them to you, we're going to do 35 bucks. If we can deliver them to you or you're close to us, we'll do 30 I think that's, yeah. uh, that's yep. kind of where we're at. $5 is going to cover your shipping fee. Uh, but if we can definitely bring them to you if you're in the state of Iowa or where have you and we can meet up, we would definitely love to drop them yeah. off and meet you. So be looking for some posts on that, um, how to get them. You know, obviously, if you want one, reach out to us, and we'll uh, we'll be hooking you up. So, other than that, just remember, flush them and dust them. Flush them and dust them. Till next time, guys. Right. Later. See you See later. You.